0: Hello all and welcome to an all-new episode of PressYYZ, your favorite Canadian gaming podcast. This is your weekly reminder that Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus lives matter. You can watch the show weekly on youtube.com slash pressyyz live on twitch.tv slash pressyyz every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern or listen at your own leisure on podcast services like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We appreciate however you choose to support the show, whether that be subscribing to us on Twitch with that free sum that comes with Amazon Prime, going to your podcast service of choice, leaving those five-star reviews, giving it a thumbs up on iTunes and er, YouTube and all the like. But if you've got no loonies or toonies to toss our way, it's all good. We'll be here for you no matter what. I am your host for the evening, Mr. Mitch George, joined by, he only does everything, Alex Cozina.
1: Yeah, I mean, what can I say?
0: And our thumbnail thespian, A.J. Fraser.
2: I mean, you could acknowledge the recognition that, uh, you know, we we leave everything upon your shoulders, at the very least.
0: Tonight, we're going to get into a conversation of what we've been up to for the last week, and it's going to be a smaller, more intimate show where we're going to cover our main topic being a top-tier list of the best video game relationships. Guys, it's quiet today.
2: Yeah, I mean, Nathan's not here. Alex isn't here. Yeah. 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 It's super duper weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't blame him, honestly. There's things that are more important than this show.
2: I don't know about that.
0: I mean, you say that, but we all know they do more important things than come over to this little Twitch channel, YouTube channel every week and just goof off about everything we love about video games.
2: Yeah, well, I mean... You know, I you could maybe argue that about Alex because he makes really good documentaries. But yeah. Nathan, like, what does he really do? What? Who is he really? Do we do we even really know? I know do he we... has kids. I think. Yeah, literally right? in his we've description, seen, we've seen of Twitch, Twitch stream. So okay. So he. I guess. I guess that means he's clearly the the most romanced of this romance episode, and he's not even here to celebrate.
0: I mean, he's got more important things to do for Valentine's Day than spend it with us, so. That's fair. Totally fair. Uh, speak, speaking about spending time with the Twitch channel, uh, Cozy, you spent some more time than usual over here this week. Tell us about it.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, this past Monday, I was like, you know what? Let's give Apex Legends a whirl this year, uh, on this year channel, press YZ. So um you know as you know at the start of this year i made the decision to switch over my private twitch channel twitchtv cozybearlive live uh to exclusively doing cooking based streams because i wanted to kind of change things up uh, give my life a change of pace you know try something new um but i pledged that at some point in the future i would return to doing video game streams at some point and you know, we had previously talked among ourselves, you know, we need to do some more video game content here on press YZ's Twitch channel uh, to kind of give people things to look forward to on other days of the week. And it had been brought up, you know, Hey, cozy could play apex or some other multiplayer games together with the community. And eventually it just, we kind of put two and two together and like, Oh, Alex can host some, you know, an apex night where uh, he goes ham in his favorite battle royale. And, Yeah, I hosted my first session in this uh, hopefully long-running series uh, this past Monday, and it went quite well. Um, Season 8 of Apex is not as different from some of the prior seasons as I thought it would be. Uh, The new map that they introduced is a destroyed version of King's Canyon, which is like the first map that was introduced uh, into the series. But by destroyed, it just means that a couple of areas have been slightly reworked. Uh, It's not like that substantially different. Um, yeah, I, I, by the way, I I just want to quickly comment and say that I'm a little bit jittery tonight because uh, while many things have changed in the pandemic uh, on a macro scale, uh, some things have changed on a micro scale as well, uh, including in my case, me actually quite enjoying the taste of coffee and I've not actually had anything else to eat tonight except for coffee. So if I seem like I'm a little bit scattered, even more so than usual, now you know why. What, See, what time are, are you waking up these
2: days? Uh, I what time up, are you waking up these days? Yeah, I, sorry. I,
1: I've tried... Like, I've been trying hard over the past couple of weeks to get up earlier rather than uh, later. Uh, yesterday, I was able to get up at around, like, 11.30-ish. Uh, today, I got up at around one thirty, So, uh, a bit of a drop-off compared to yesterday, but yeah.
2: Huh. That's fair. I mean, I mean, yeah, if... I think... I think if you had the coffee like even earlier in the day by this point in the night it would be wearing off and you'd feel less jittery so I don't know maybe that maybe that's a goal you could have have a you know wait wake, wake up with the sun have a good uh what is it, circadian rhythm that i think that, that I, sounds
0: right that sounds smart yeah. at least
2: yeah i used but to i used to work the night shift and it it was a nightmare for that sort of thing like i would uh i i I had a Fitbit just so it would keep, you know, track my heart rate, but specifically my sleep. Um, and -hmm. that was very, very difficult to keep up with for sure. I, uh, I should mention by the way that
1: the apex Legends stream that I had on Monday and the current stream that we're hosting right here, right now, uh, these are both very special streams because uh, they were—they are the first two streams uh, that are being done back uh, with my computer. Uh, you might recall how our first uh, live stream into 2021, uh, everything was going all great. Everything was going all chipper. It was just a brand new world for us to grasp in the palms of our hands. And then things catastrophically crash in the middle of that episode and we had to... You know, quickly scrap together the barest ghosts of a resemblance of an episode. Uh, for the rest of that, um, I finally managed to order a new PSU because it would seem like a PSU was what was beguiling me previously. And computers functioning okay, so uh, expect hey. a
0: higher quality stream from here on out. I'm just glad you can get back to running the show and I can get back to hosting it because God, I missed hosting the show. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't have a I'm segue for this. Did. But I have show and tell. Oh. Ooh,
2: okay. So I mean, I know it's the romance episode, but keep it in your pants. We we don't want to get banned on Twitch just yet. You don't want to see my Squirtle. Okay, maybe I want to see your Squirtle. Show me your Squirtle.
0: All right, I'll show you my Squirtle. Um, so recently, the Pokemon Company started. Um, they they now have a Canadian shipping option from their store, the Pokemon Center. So let me actually, I got to tinker with this a little bit. So it's a little easier to see turn this gotta off. Got to tinkle with it. I got to tinker mm. because I got oh. this lovely set of pixel, like sprite, uh, squirtle, like the squirtle evolution line, sprite, mm. uh, pins, which is nice. Oh, that's awesome. I got this dreepy plush dreepy being a ghost dragon type from the latest generation of games. I love the design. It's super cute. Oh, never heard dreepy there. It's it's awesome. You got to Have you not played the uh, swords and the shields?
2: No, you I should. just never got around to it. Do it.
0: It's great. I got this little guy who's great. It's a. It's part of their sitting cuties line. Yeah. It's a croconaw. It sits upright. I love that. It's great. Oh, yeah, I That's love it. One. It's so it's good. My
2: favorite starter.
0: All yeah. right, hot takes, but it's fine. And as I, I stand like up for those watching, I have got this Lugia shirt, Uh-oh. which is really cool. Love it. So yeah, I went. I went kind of ham on their store. So I'm like, I deserve to treat myself. We've been in quarantine for almost a year now, and I wanted something nice. And that something nice was Pokemon stuff.
2: get okay. Did they have any any merch in the store? Of, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, the 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 name of the Pokemon is uh, TJ's Hog. Uh huh.
0: Okay, so the, no, no, they didn't. God damn. Um, I tried so for those who don't know, I've been playing Pokemon radical red on my streams and I'm letting my audience name the Pokemon and someone thought TJ's hog would be funny.
2: It's kind of, it's pretty funny. There's a lot of good clips of you talking about TJ's hog.
0: I know. And I hate it. I hate it so much, (laughs) but um, yeah, you guys done any retail therapy to kind of get yourself through the cold winter months here in Canada?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like that's it's a weird question to ask me because I order things like online all the time. Like I have parcels coming from Amazon, coming from Indigo, the bookseller, coming from like all manners of vendors like to my doorstep every single week. Uh, So I like I don't even really view them, view it as like retail therapy. It's just, well, this is just my way of life. I can't really remember the last game. Actually, you know what? I mean, this actually kind of ties into one of the things I was going to bring up on the show today. I did recently purchase Link's Awakening via Amazon. Um, All right, tell us a little bit about Link's Awakening then. Yeah, I mean, uh, Link's Awakening. So the original version of the game was a game that I played uh, many a time back in the day. It's one of those games where like you would beat it and then, you know, you would give it a few weeks and you just sort of play it all over again from front to back. So I was very familiar with this game uh, going into it. And so far, it's been a good, fun time. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, this remake was criticized of when it first came out uh, two years ago uh, is that it, you know, aspects of its design don't hold up super well. It is a little bit dated. It is a little bit confusing or Needlessly obtuse in certain parts in terms of what it is that you need to do, and I fully acknowledge that I'm only able to figure out what to do in certain instances because I have that, you know, ingrained muscle memory from my previous times playing the game. But um, yeah, otherwise, it's what a like charming, fun little experience. I w I, um, uh, We've obviously talked about this game uh, a fair bit on the podcast in the past. I know Nathan obviously is very fond of this
0: game. What
1: about you two guys?
0: I do want to just quickly interrupt this conversation as we have Uh-oh. breaking news. Uh, a couple hours before this show, it was rumored that Mahershala Ali was going to be cast in the HBO series The Last of Us. Uh, yeah. But Collider has actually just reported in Cozy. I dropped a link in the chat if you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've cast their Ellie. Oh! So Ellie has been cast for The Last mm-hmm. of Us HBO series. Game of, star, uh, Game of Thrones star Bello Ramsey has been cast oh, in the role oh, shit. of Ellie. Uh, Bell, Bella Ramsey known for portraying Liana Mormont in Game of Thrones.
2: So there you go. That's a great cast. That's a great, great choice. Yeah, absolutely. Young enough that she can
0: anyway. grow into the role, but yeah. Bella Ramsey cast as Ellie in The Last of Us. Hmm. Uh, so Link's Awakening <laughs> to pivot back. Um, I never played the original. I did play the Switch game when it came out and I loved it. I thought it was a really, really fun time. I love... The art style they went with just mm-hmm. overall ton of fun
1: cool I- i'm glad it, it seemed th- the impression i get from the way you just described it is that you didn't really have a lot of difficulty figuring out where to go what to do it was kind of pretty easy uh, for,
0: you. for the most part i used guides oh okay i mean uh,
1: there's yeah, nothing there's nothing wrong with using a guide obviously to yeah. be clear but oh yeah that's why
0: know. i admit fully to it it's the kind of game that i'm not going to want to bang my head against the same tree 73,000 times to figure out if this one hole is the one that creates the thing that does the thing. So I followed a guide when I hit blockers, but for the most part it was pretty straightforward. I really liked it.
2: Yeah, for for me, um Link's Awakening um it was one of my first Zeldas, especially on the the Game Boy, I had the 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 DX for the color, uh specifically, which um, you know, I never I never beat it or anything, and then I got it on the Switch, um and it's it's absolutely beautiful. I just for some reason just fell right off it. I don't know if I don't know if there's something uh about uh like top-down Zeldas specifically um that just doesn't quite do it for me, but uh like I absolutely love Zelda. It's one it's like one of my favorite uh game franchises ever. Um it's just for, I think I think Zelda means like 3D to me, especially right. these days. And those are the ones mm-hmm. that I I tend to atta- uh, attach myself to the most. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah,
0: I understand that. Do you think there's a world in which you might stream Link's Awakening just to tr- to commit to it in a public forum?
2: Uh, to commit to it right now, no. But the, I could see an absolute <laughs> avenue of doing that. But I mean, also I've got. Sitting behind me here, um, somewhere on my couch, Uh, I've got um, the GameCube versions of uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, um, which also have Zelda 1 and Zelda 2 on it, I believe. They do. Um, And then uh, the Master Quest uh, version of Ocarina of Time as well, Um, and a Wind Waker and a Twilight Princess behind me, so all for the GameCube which I'm really into playing at the moment. So I, I would say that that might be a little more likely, but anything's I, possible.
0: I'm just going to say, because I've got a copy of Link's Awakening that's got your name on it for the Switch if you want to give it a shot, but tell us a little oh, bit no. more about what you've been playing on the GameCube.
2: Yeah, no, I, I've got a copy of that uh, digitally. Okay. That's when I, yeah, so. Okay. Uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate the offer though. No um, yeah, no, uh, on the, on the GameCube, I've been, uh, I mentioned last week that I've been streaming on my own channel, twitch.tv slash Times hero. and, uh, you know, I, I, I've been having, uh, a lot of fun with it, actually, and, you know, it's, um, it's frustrating at times. I'm playing it, so when I was a, a kid growing up, I would play it on... Uh, what is it? on? I would play it on normal. Not normal. Very easy. Because I didn't want to challenge. I just wanted to play. I just wanted to take my favorite game characters and make them fight. Right? So I would just play it on very easy. So I'm challenging myself. I'm playing it on normal. Because uh, I would not survive melee in, uh, like, very hard or anything like that. Um, in Smash Ultimate, I can fight a, a level 9 NPC character, but you know, not necessarily do well. Right. But uh the I've been I've been having a lot of fun actually primarily with a lot of the stuff around streaming. Um in that, you know, I've um I've set up my my like like new follower alerts and stuff like that, and I played around with the colors and uh and made that hmm, played around with like the colors of that, uploaded my own GIFs, Um I even like took took like a, a music video. I don't know if you've uh if you're familiar with the song Give Up the Grudge by Gob. Better um, shut your mouth. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna get too much into one.
0: it, but I freaking love that song, dude.
2: Yeah, that's it's such a good song. So I took what I did is I took all the um all the, the I took I downloaded the music video off youtube and i i put I, I cut out all the scenes of not the band right um and you know whittled it down to about a a like fit fourteen second uh clip or something of when when the two uh the two groups of people are clashing to or are just running together and clashing and then it becomes a dance. And yeah. I figured that's a good that's a good one. That's a good gif to have pop up when I get raided, which has happened twice already. Mm. So nice. that I've been streaming, which is nice. Um but uh yeah, I I I've been having I've been having fun tweaking with that stuff. Um and I know we were talking uh just before the show about you know, the voice meter banana and stuff like that. I downloaded it. I installed it. That thing is a goddamn nightmare.
0: It's the worst. It's the, I've gotten into a point where You just need to wrap your head Discords. around it, guys.
1: You got to wrap your yeah. heads around it. Eventually, at some point, I'm going to send you the master document of all the scene collections that you need to run this show from home in all its oh, glory God. and functionality. And you need <laughs> to understand it. It's not that difficult. Just watch a 12-minute YouTube tutorial and then watch another one to make sure you fully get it.
0: Yeah, See, but I've okay. That, so but here's, I, I've, I've still broken my audio like three times trying to get that working. I've got it to do a point where I can get my mic and my discord split out from everything else. So I can mute those independently. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm not touching a goddamn thing. It works. Don't make me do anything. <laughs> Go
2: ahead. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's uh, one, one of the things that um, I know for me personally, um, if. If I wouldn't. OK, so before we started the show right when we were on the just starting screen on Twitch um we had to hear um the audio from your computer which is the same music that was playing over the Twitch stream just in the starting soon screen right mm. and you know it's good for being able to separate all those audio channels but i would like the the added layer of control of being able to tell all where all those audio channels can go uh so for example, oh, you only want that music playing out on Twitch. I don't want to hear it anywhere else on my PC. I don't need it to go out to my Discord call or anything like that. That's the level of control like ADHD is is fucking nuts and it's for me it's either I need I need all or I need nothing. So it's, you know, I need all the control over that that aspect of it and it needs to be straightforward and simple or I just don't don't put me in charge of any of it. That's just me, though.
0: It, it happens to all of us. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of streams, um, a couple of weeks ago, I did my big birthday stream. It's where I shaved my face. So if you're, you're back here for the first time in a bit, it's a lot shorter. And that's why it's coming back. It's coming back. It's, it's, it's weeks, looking good. Starting to grow in. It's, it's more than five o'clock shadow. Um, something else I promised was I would play Demon's Souls. So I did that. Yes. I did it. I played Demon's Souls on stream. I actually really liked it.
2: Wow, it's a good
0: it's a good looking game. I beat my head against this uh, frigging monitor a yeah, number. I want to
1: I want to apologize if I besmirch either of you uh, asking this, but I don't believe that we've uh, have we talked extensively about uh, the two of you's uh, experience with the
0: Soulsborne games. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, okay. Because I was wondering, like, what exactly is your experience with from software's titles?
0: This is my first oh really
2: yeah yeah, yeah no, uh, i did not touch the series
0: before i mean technically so... i played like the first i got up to the first enemy in bloodborne and it killed me and i got mad and i quit
1: right and bloodborne was a playstation plus game so i'm assuming that you probably you played it through That's that how i means, got it. right yep so did you just straight up buy demon souls new uh
0: through avenues yes but okay. I, it was made available to me to play so i decided to do that and uh it's hella hard, but I actually had quite a lot of fun learning the mechanics, understanding the systems. I had some great friends in the chat helping me out. Uh, new friends even that found it just from, you know, Newbie Plays Demon Souls and uh, made it. I, I beat my first boss on stream and I only died like three times against the boss. So I was pretty against the boss
2: because I know I'm, this uh, uh, total death counter that's on screen right now is going to go up in a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I ended the stream at 16 deaths, which Great. honestly, for my first time playing a, a a FromSoft game, not terrible question mark. Yeah, what I kept bad bad. that's what I kept hearing. Yeah, um, honestly, I think it might get a night in my streaming rotation. I think it's going to be one I stick with. It's gonna, it's it's hella hard, but I had a lot of fun just understanding the mechanics. It's almost like a puzzle game. At certain points of, you start to, you continue to build this muscle memory of knowing, okay, this enemy's here, this enemy's here, because you're constantly dying and respawning. Uh, and it's it's almost got that one more run kind of twitch twitchy action game vibe to it. Uh, of you just know you can make it a little bit further if you just try that one more time.
2: Have you heard of the term combat puzzles?
0: That's almost what it feels like, honestly. I haven't heard yeah. of that, but that, that's a perfect way to describe it
2: yeah I'm, yeah no it's 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 absolutely a thing in in games and game design. It's like when you have typical combat like a lot of the scenarios that you know the developers will hand pick for you they you know the enemy placement isn't you know usually just random it's like no we we're gonna throw this many enemies at you. Think of it like in a d and d campaign the d m right what's he he's gonna they're gonna balance it specifically for your party right so that you know you you have a chance to fight, but you do have a chance to fail as well. So,
1: I'm Ozzie, happy. You were gonna say something. Yeah, I was going to say, Mitch. Uh, I'm happy that it, you seem to be really into this game, and that hypothetically, possibly, potentially, maybe you might even uh, get around to fully beating it. We'll see. Well, let's uh, not
0: go that far. I'm going to hit a wall with this game. Uh, I can already uh, sense uh, it, but it's one of those for a
1: bit. Hypothetically, possibly. Um. Yeah. So you might remember how I was playing this game for a minute back in 2020, I, I stopped playing it because I got killed by an enemy that was not particularly powerful uh, but in the process of getting killed, I ended up losing a lot of the herbs that were in my inventory and I was like, uh, I don't really want to go back and grind for more herbs and it's like I, I, I think that this game is extremely solid, I think that you know its qualities are like undeniable I do think though that some of from software's latter games, I think, distill what this game does just a little bit better. And I, yeah,
0: the the sense yeah. that I get is Blue Point did a phenomenal job with the um with the remaster or remake, mm-hmm. whatever you. I think it's it's a, it's a remaster, remake.
2: not a remake. Yeah, you think? Yeah, they didn't they didn't change much to the core game. It um, feels
0: modern. There's just pieces of it that don't like the camera sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of the hit detections off just a bit, uh, but overall, I'm having a blast.
2: So, it's we'll not see even how long like,
0: it lasts, but I'm gonna stick with it for a bit.
1: In my case, it wasn't even like uh, the camera or the hit detection stuff, it was just I've like tr- traveling through the first area of uh Demon Souls. I'm like, I feel like I've seen versions of these levels before, having played Dark Souls 1, 2, and Bloodborne, but like just like kind of just done a little bit better, right? And so. But but I mean, if this is you know what gets you into the Soulsborne games, I mean, all the merrier, all the more merrier. We'll I see think, if it lasts. I
2: think, but I, I think once I get a PS five, um, I might have to uh, give it a shot myself because my my experience with a, a FromSoft or Souls game is I I have it on Steam. The uh, not Demon Souls, but Dark Souls. Um, no, oh. no Dark Souls, and I so I booted it. I booted it up got it working, you know, and was playing it and like there's the the first boss in Dark Souls which is supposed to be like a tutorial boss, right? I went in in the right with the right mindset. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew I just had to be patient, right? And there for a new player, like like for for an experienced player, it is actually possible to beat the first boss, uh the first boss in the tutorial world of Dark Souls. And for a new player, you know, it should be fairly difficult. But I was in, like, the right mindset that I got it to work, and I I did it, and I beat that boss. Um, But then, you know, everything kind (laughs) of went to shit as soon as I was out in the main world. I had no idea what to do. And it was completely, in my opinion, like, almost unapproachable uh, to where... To where, like, the the real story of Dark... The real Dark Souls, if you will, is uh, the friends you make online along the way. I was literally... I was like, man, it'd be really funny if
1: AJ said the friends you made along the way. And then you actually said it. You're welcome.
0: Uh, Speaking about games that are unapproachable, um, that's how I feel about Yakuza. But
2: AJ, you've been giving it a shot? Yeah, so I woke up early uh, Sunday morning and... Uh, made a, made a, it's a good decision, I think, to start Yakuza. Uh, bad decision to start a game that you, you actually kind of want to play, uh, on stream. Because then you only want to stream it. And if you can't necessarily make the time to stream it, you don't necessarily want to play. And if I, you know, it's one of those, like, I want to, I want to play this is a game that you kind of want to play in like four hour chunks. Like I did on Sunday. Mm. Uh, the clip on screen right now is me playing a, a mini game of uh, walking into an arcade and actually playing uh, the original outrun uh, by Sega. Um, but <laughs> the, I I'm finding the game to be actually super fun. Um, I'm playing it with uh, Japanese audio uh, cause that's, you know, the only way to play really. Um, it's, it's, so it's, it's Yakuza zero. Um, uh, so it's, it's the start of the, the Yakuza story, but before that happened. So, um, they're, they're out on game pass, which is really what pushed me over the edge to do this. So Makes I installed sense, it yeah. on my PC and got it up and running and it seemed to perform pretty well on, uh. On stream and so i just i kind of stuck with it really it was uh mostly a test to just see how well my pc could handle doing both at once right um because i've i have when i was originally setting up my stream layout and everything i did kind of run into issues with that but um everything seemed to uh pretty well work out um for the most part but honestly all it all it does right now is just make me want to go back to japan
1: yeah so bad. Uh, I was going to say, looking at that bit of footage earlier, I feel like it is only inevitable before I get into the series myself because I am very nostalgic for my time that I spent in Japan and watching him, like, e- even just small details, like the sign that says employees only uh, in the back of that arcade uh, that uh, what what's-his-name walked into, like, mm-hmm. it's all just so nostalgic and something yeah. that really kind of takes me back
2: and so yeah the only That'll problem product you is... want to
0: go to japan for the first time
2: oh, man what well, and once you go to japan for the first time you're going to get back and you're going to be like hey where should we go next and you're going to be like we should go back to japan so what it's I'm going thinking, to ruin the rest of the planet for you
0: what i'm thinking press yyz 2022 world tour we hit up G- disneyland japan tokyo disney who's with me Hell yeah,
1: I mean, let's do it! Yeah, yeah, of course. We're, let's we're, go to Hogwarts in Japan. Were you expecting to us to? Were you Nintendo expecting Land, us to yeah, be Nintendo like, Land no? Will
0: be open there by that point. Yeah. Sorry, cozy. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, were you asking that question because you were expecting somebody to say no?
0: Like, no, totally. no. I just want to, to be able percent. to go. and I need more excuses to give my wife as to why we should go to Japan um hell yeah but speaking about because
1: (laughs) uh, I I do want to hold on a second Mitch before you transition I I do want to say AJ like you know the one thing that I think uh makes me hesitate from embracing the Yakuza series is that I'm uncertain at this point which game I should start with did you start with Yakuza 0 because you're like chronologically this is the first game in the series so it makes most sense to start here
2: yeah so that that that's my logic um so uh the yakuza one originally came out on ps2 and they've remade it essentially right. and re you know remade it remastered it whatever whatever it is with uh, yakuza kuwami right um and so um i figure well all of these are in game pass right now um let's start from the beginning and if i if i like it then i'll m- make my way f- forward um you know, right. you look online and, you know, you hear people who, who say, oh, you should you should start with the the most recent one because it's going to be whatever and you're going to need to mm-hmm. put, you know, 50, 60 hours into it maybe uh, or whatnot. But I just decided, well, technically, Yakuza 0 is a more recent one mm. uh, because it did come out later. It takes place in like 1988, I believe. Um, and, you know, I just... Yeah, I I, th- I think I think I I don't think there's a wrong way to approach yakuza. It's just you have to kind of go in knowing what you're getting yourself into. Um to an extent right. in, in certain aspects I I'm I'm remind I maybe it's just because it's Japanese, I don't know. I'm slightly reminded of Shenmu. Hmm. Um Interesting. in terms of there are, there's a bunch of like all these mini games that you can play so i was playing outrun there um and then i went over to a crane game and i got friggin addicted to the crane game popping in um you know a hundred yen coin uh after 100 yen coin and just i get three tries to use the crane game and stuff it's just it's it, there's something magical about uh about it and the fact that so far this the story isn't too bonkers that you can't wrap your head around it's hey there's a japanese mafia called the yakuza and you know this you know you you're kind of in a gang like situation and you know you can you the the story prog- the story goes on that hey uh something happened but uh, you you know your guy was framed or something like that and you got to figure out who really did it uh you know because now the cops are are sniffing out the yakuza and that's a, a bad thing to have for the Yakuza, so it, it, I just did a poor job of explaining the story of it. But you yeah, know, you fine. get the gist, not really, it's, but that's it's, good. I, it's good, it's good, it's okay. at the very least because it's on Game Pass. Pick one, start there, and boot it up, and just kind of goes. But I recommend Yakuza Zero because it's the one I played, it's good, and sure. it's the start of the story. Gotcha.
0: Um, speaking of the start of something new cozy yeah you've been working on a little some, some.
1: i've been working on a lot of things
0: i'm talking specifically about your next game in core doggy dog
1: oh yeah i mean so like there's not exactly i don't have uh heaven and hell to talk about this game just yet but yeah, you might remember how uh, last year I got into Core, which is a video game creation platform in the same vein as uh, things like Dreams, for example, on the PlayStation 4 or Roblox, uh, for those who game exclusively on PC. Um, the first game that I made in Core was part of the like kind of funny slash Core game jam, and it was Planet of the Toilet Toads. It was a uh, third person kind of team based shooter where you were battling toads and trying to capture uh, capture points. Uh, and from there, I moved on to a couple of like single player experiences. Um, after taking a bit of a break, I decided, you know what, time to boot up the old core engine and start working on my next experience. And I'm not ready to talk just yet uh, in specifics about what it's going to entail, but. Uh, I can say it is something that I personally am very passionate about. I feel like I landed on something that is going to keep me motivated to work on it for the next little while. And I hope that y'all look forward to it because <sighs> it makes it that much better when I know that other people are looking forward to it and will actually play it. And I didn't spend the 100 plus hours working on these games for naught.
0: So yeah, you might not be might not that so was oh, a game. very
1: roundabout way of saying, hey, guys, I'm working on a new core game. I don't have much to say. Toodaloo.
0: All right. You might not have much to say about that, but I got a lot to say about WandaVision. AJ, have you been Hell watching Hell yeah. I know Cozy has. Yes. It. Have you been watching? Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Oh,
2: my God. No Wait. spoilers. I was going to no say, spoilers we're going to
0: to avoid spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, just take off I your mean, headphones for like We can obviously put up the... Gonna...
1: Mitch. Mitch. You're forgetting that we're broadcasting from my computer now, which means that we can activate spoiler mode.
0: But that doesn't yes, work for can. the audio listeners out there.
2: I mean, we just gave I mean, them enough of a heads up in, in the last thirty seconds. Actually, I don't want to.
0: Whatever the spoilers, spoilers, I know. Whenever
1: Sorry, the spoiler uh, warning graphic goes up, a uh, sound effect plays, and that sound effect will appear in my podcast recording. So actually, the audio listeners okay. will. I mean, but, well, I, I get your I point, which is that they won't know heavy... when the thing is over, even if they do know when it begins. Um, yeah.
0: But... We're not going to get into heavy spoilers, because I know at least earlier my mom was in the chat, and I know her and my sister are watching it, so we're not going to spoil WandaVision. But, oh yeah. my God, how good is WandaVision?
2: Oh my God, it's so good. We're it's getting, so like, good. a
0: six-hour Marvel movie. It's great.
2: It Like, it's been... <laughs> You know, if you just follow the news headlines of Disney and their acquisitions, this sort of thing that most recently happened. No, no,
0: no, no, we're not getting into that. No, stop, stop, stop right
2: there. It's exciting. Everything it's
0: that Disney exciting. is doing right now is exciting. Guys, I feel like everybody right that's
1: listening to this stream already knows what it is. All right.
0: Maybe. no because if my mom and sister are my sister literally if there's anybody that's currently
1: question. watching the stream doesn't know has not watched episode five of the wandavision yet let us know in the we're chat we're
0: not spoiling it we're not going to spoil it <laughs> but and the three of us if you want we can just stay on after and talk about all the spoilers but if you are not you are doing yourself a disservice by not watching this show every week yep as soon as it goes up so the internet doesn't spoil it for you um And it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's something it's that cannot be missed. If you're okay. an M- at all an MCU fan, if you were turned off by the sitcom format of the first couple of episodes, stick with it through at least episode
2: four, is what I would say. Also, if you were turned off by those sitcom episodes, you don't deserve the last two good episodes. So, like, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I, they you were know, great. I,
1: I've talked about this a little bit on Twitter. Like, I, yeah. I, I was not... I, I don't want to say that I didn't enjoy the first few episodes of the show, but I think... Like really reflecting on it in retrospect, I think what kind of annoyed me about those first few episodes is that they presented this great mystery of you know what exactly is going on, why is uh, Wanda and why are Wanda and Vision trapped in this odd you know temporarily displaced reality? And I feel like I was just kind of bored the entire time because it
0: uh, the answer to that question it's it's not even clear it's another reality, right? It just looks like a sitcom. There's uh, nothing that really breaks that. uh,
1: In a nutshell, I think I was bored early on a lot because I just felt like the questions that the show was asking were neither interesting to me, nor did I feel like the answers to them were uh, like incredibly confusing. Like, I'm like, well, I feel like it's kind of obvious what's going on here. And I I will say, you know, one thing that I really did like about the most recent episode of the show is I feel like we've gotten to a point where I genuinely am like, I feel like anything can kind of happen like i don't we've seen footage from trailers that indicate some events that have yet to occur but for the most part i feel like we're kind of in uncharted territory and that makes me very excited whereas before it was kind of like i I can kind of see the direction that this is going and i feel like there's no real kind of surprise or at least in my case like interesting speculation to be had that but that's just me
0: There have been characters introduced at this point in the show that were not in any of the promotional materials. And it makes it very exciting to know that, okay, if they were hiding things from us up until like episode four, episode five, what are they hiding in the back half of this series? What is yeah. still to come? Cause you know we got WTF moments already, but what is still to come? Something yeah, is going it, it to was, something re- is going to happen. It was I'm really so fucking excited, dude. And-
2: and also, like, uh, to your point, Cozy, of like, oh, you could, you kind of knew what was going to happen. You could kind of see what was going to happen. Um, yes, but if you took it like the next step further, what was going to, what is, what is happening? We, that is something we don't know. And actually, uh, something that I found that like, I'm too far gone. I can't, I can't stop now. But watching all the, the th- like i've i got 3 different youtube channels who all do recaps there's like mm-hmm. uh you know new rockstars all all that stuff um kind of funny does theirs it, yeah you yeah, kind of funny does theirs i'll watch their recap but like the like uh, the new rockstars the, the show
0: go... friend of the show nate plays games if you aren't already check out the mm-hmm. geek centric podcast they're doing week by week re- recaps and they're a ton of fun oh hell yeah they may, they may be having a guest later on this season that you would want to listen for
2: mm no, probably not. On, be. Probably not to be could been, no. I don't know why you asked, but um, but no, like I I've actually found that all those YouTube videos, in a way, are, oh, here's what could happen because these are the comics that they're pulling from, and it's just yep. like, fuck, da- di- is it? Did it? Could it spoiled For me now? Could you it? See, is it spoiled for me now? I don't know. I don't. And like, and now I'm so.
0: Because honestly, I think we're at a point with the MCU in general, like. I would go see those movies the first day they came out, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, and then immediately jump on Reddit and see what everyone else thought, all the theories, all the speculation. And now we're getting that every goddamn week with this. We get a week yeah. off after this, and we get right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. We get some indeterminate mm. time off between the end of this in April and Loki starting in May. Black Widow's supposed to come out in there. It's probably not. Like, we, we're getting four Marvel movies this year and, like, six series... So, movies we're getting... Black Widow, we're getting Shang-Chi, we're getting Eternals, and we're getting the third Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. Those are all scheduled for 2021. Obviously, things are going to move around because of the pandemic. Disney Plus, we have WandaVision, we're getting Falcon Winter Soldier, we're getting Loki, we're getting Marvel's What If, we're getting Miss Marvel, and we're getting Hawkeye this year. That is 10 MCU properties in the calendar year 2021. And after such a drought, just pump it all directly into my veins. I need it all. <laughs> uh, and in, I think like what, two weeks, uh, Disney's dropping a ton of content on Disney plus under a new banner. They're bringing a ton of their Fox content and Hulu content in Canada under the star banner. And if you haven't already PSA, go sign up for a year of Disney plus, cause it's going to go up, but you can lock in at this rate for the next year. And I'm dude, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm
2: so happy. So ah. Yeah, WandaVision's very good.
0: If you're not caught up on the MCU, get caught up, watch WandaVision. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. Right. No one's got anything else they want to touch. I think for the first time in like six months, we're going to get to the topic of the show before the first hour of the show is up. Uh,
2: I think I feel like we did it last week or got pretty close. Yeah,
1: by the way, I sure. I, I didn't mention it previously uh, in this episode, but I did finally Platinum Neck. It's Platinum 175. Oh, hey. How'd that go? Uh, let me tell you, man. Is it a good Platinum? Would you, re-
0: would you recommend the Knack Platinum to all our fans out there?
1: Tell me more about the Knack Platinum. I would recommend the Knack Platinum only if you're a really determined and dedicated gamer that is willing to really level up uh, their platforming skills. It's um, this, this Platinum took a long time, uh, and it really kind of forced me to kind of hone my skills and pay attention to enemies in ways that I typically don't when I play a lot of these games. So, I mean, look, I've I've played Platinums that are definitely way worse than this one, uh, but I can't say that I'm going to remember this one fondly at the same time. Fair. It's a shame.
0: I was actually looking through my catalog and I'm going to have to get some advice from you, Cozy, but I might go back and try to Platinum the Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, um...
1: So, when you say the Kingdom Hearts games, like you mean like one, two? Or are you referring to Birth by Sleep? W- which ones are we I talking wanna try
0: about? To, I want to try to get them all. If I'm being perfectly honest, I think I'm now, just going to go one by one. Are you I'm talking a goal of mine for this year? Uh,
1: are you specifically referring to like the PlayStation 4 versions of some of yeah. the older games? Okay. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. I was going to mention, you should probably like stick to the PlayStation 4 versions because the PlayStation 3 releases of them feature trophy lists that force you to like play through some of the games multiple times unnecessarily. It, like there was stuff like, Hey, you have to beat the game on normal. You have to beat the game on uh, proud, which is like, yeah, their the version of hard I, mode. I
0: was reading today the difficulty trophies will stack if you play on high. Exactly. So that's good. Whereas the PlayStation, PlayStation
1: Four versions of the games uh, allowed trophies, difficulty trophies to stack. In that regard, yeah, it's um, the good news is that uh, with a, a few small exceptions here and there, there are not a lot of difficulty, uh, not difficulty trophies, but um, how to say like missable hard trophies. Hard to achieve. Yeah. M- there are not a lot of missable trophies. There are a lot of uh, things that are pretty difficult to get through, um, but. Yeah, they're 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 attainable, but you, you definitely do give me another consultation
0: before you jump into any of them because I can give you some pointers. I mean, I, I've beaten them before, and I'm I'm sure it's going to be something I do off stream and follow a trophy guide. Uh, just because yeah. they're, I love that world. I love it. For me, it's less about the Kingdom Hearts world, and it's more about just I want to jump back into these Disney properties in a different way. I feel sure. like if I play them, that uh, Carmen might actually enjoy watching me play them because of all the Disney stuff. Because we're both Disney nuts. Mm -hmm. Uh, going back to our mcu talk and the disneyland talk um so might just be something we could do together which would be nice um but we'll see but i think in the meantime while aj continues to pee uh we can get on to explaining what we're doing for our topic of the show uh yeah sure go for it all right so for those new around here we're gonna play a game called top tier where we're going to take our idea and make a tier list out of it basically We're going to collaborate on it. We're going to take some feedback from the chat if you've got any. So, please, if you have any ideas about what we got, um, then uh, be sure to drop them there. And if not, we took suggestions on Twitter. So, if you're not, go ahead and follow us over at twitter.com slash pressyyz. Or the next time we do this, hopefully, we can elicit some feedback from even more of you. Um, What we are doing today is we are going to build a top tier list of the best video game relationships um we're gonna take all these rank them on a a scale of what what is it d through s so like d rank c rank b a s rank um yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna have some fun conversations i can't talk on everything on this list Mm -hmm. thankfully um so hopefully we all have something to say on a little something something and we can talk about which uh video game relationships we feel are the best representations of relationships in games sound good hell yeah all right, Cozy, you're running the you're running the board. So if you want to tell us what we're going to talk about, then we can kind of just you know have the discussion from there. Yeah,
1: sure. So uh, in case you've never been to uh, .com, uh we have ourselves our blank tier uh, waiting to be filled uh, with all sorts of meaningful choices, and we have our choices down here. Uh, we have Chell and the Companion Cube from Portal One and Two. Uh, we have Ellie. And Dina from The Last of Us yep. Part Two definitely did not forget uh, her companion's name. Uh, we have Vincent and Catherine with a C. Now I know that when we were planning out the show, it was like Catherine with a C and Catherine with a K. Are we just sticking? I with just grab the first. I
0: just grabbed the first image. You can talk about all the Catherines you want. I really don't care. Okay. Talk well, about we'll, Catherine with a Y?
1: We'll, we'll figure it out when we get to it. Uh, here we have. Uh, I mean, obviously Mario that's Bowsette. And Bowsette
0: which was uh, Nathan's suggestion. He knew he couldn't be on the show, but that's what he wanted to contribute. So we can have okay. fun with I, that one.
1: I have some thoughts on that, but we'll we'll wait until we get there. Um, we have the shoulder of what appears to be a character from Gears of War and uh, We have something? Uh,
0: Dom and his wife, Maria, from Gears uh, of War.
1: There we go. Um, we have Geralt of Rivia and one Yennefer. of those Yennefer because uh, the problem is is that there's Yennefer and then there's the other one Triss, Triss. and I was like it's going to be one or the other and isn't I'm Triss like certain. his
0: daughter again I've not played no, those games you're
2: thinking you're thinking of Siri, sure Cirilla okay we have Link and Zelda the Witcher pretty
1: straightforward there uh, we have Mario in Peach in like a state of undress that I was not expecting you could find uh, in an image on the internet. Uh, we have... weird, guys. We have Chief and Cortana. Uh, pretty straightforward there. Uh, we have Chloe and Max from Life is Strange, Season 1. Uh, we have Nathan Drake and Elena. We have Sora and Kairi from Kingdom Getting Hearts. back to that Kingdom Hearts, Hearts talk, baby. Series. Let's go! And we have Yuna... And what's-his-face from Final Fantasy Titus? X? Titus. He. he the problem is, is that Titus appears in the Kingdom Hearts series as well. So I should actually, like, of any Final Fantasy character, I should especially know him. But, you know. I feel so like everyone long. knows yeah.
0: FF7 and then fall off a cliff from there. I know that's me. That's why I'm going to have nothing to say about those two.
1: All right. So do we want to start in order? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about... Portal, uh, Portal 1 and Portal 2's uh, Chell and the Companion Cube. Um, I feel like this is like a C tier, to be honest. I feel like relationships, like, this relationship feels like it's a little bit too one-sided. And even there, it's like, do we actually know that Chell cares that much for her Companion Cube?
2: It's at least six-sided, Cozy.
0: Because it's a cube.
1: That's uh, funny.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I mean, this relationship is a little forced, but at the point in the game where you meet the, or where you are gifted essentially your companion cube, um, you do form a bit one? of attachment. At least the first one. I'm thinking more so of the first one. I'm forgetting when you meet the companion cube
2: in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think I, th- uh, hmm.
0: There's a lot of tragedy in this relationship as well, which I think gives it a bit of a bump. Um, yeah. I'd I'd say probably like a nice I'm I'm okay with C, but I could bump it as I as B. Hmm.
2: I yeah, I can I can see it be a uh, B as well. Um the so it's it's kind of a a, a two-way relationship if you really think about it, because you gotta use the companion cube to complete puzzles and the companion cube wants to complete puzzles but can't do it alone. So together, Chell and the companion cube are kind, of, you know, are, are are kind of important in that regard.
0: Bit of a symbiotic yeah. relationship.
2: Yeah, they mm. they a little bit of give, a little bit of take on both their, both ends.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll I'll leave this ultimately to cozy. Yeah, I, I I'm fine
1: putting it at B. I mean, it, it makes for a very kind of meaningful gameplay moment uh, when you first encounter the cube, use it use it, and its various puzzles, and then are eventually forced to sacrifice it, or do you, dot, dot, dot. Um, and so for that reason, I feel like perhaps C was a little bit unfair, but I can't see it going any higher.
2: Well, re- regardless, this was a triumph.
1: Uh ah, there success. we go. Lots
2: of jokes today.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> Ellie and Dina from The Last of Us Part 2.
2: I I think, hmm, okay, so I don't actually I don't don't remember how much of this specifically we we spoke about in our spoiler cast episode of The Last of Us Part 2. But, you know, we won't get into uh, get those game spoilers here, but I think... Again, we can put up spoiler warning mode if we want to. I
0: I, I wouldn't worry about it.
2: Yeah, I'm not worried about it right now. Uh, not, f- not for this. We're not, we're not going to get into it. Um, One
1: of these days, I'm going to show up to the podcast as the personification of the spoiler warning mode uh, button on my stream deck. And I'm just going to yeah. give you guys unbelievable shit for not wanting to use me. Just adds up.
0: I oh. think great okay. costume for Halloween. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. that They would be. Yeah, Ellie and Dina. Um, by by Halloween, though, it, it'll, this whole
2: joke will probably be over. Either the but spoilers warning button, the button will be...
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I Halloween,
2: guess. of all nays. Think about it. That's a perfect day. Will
1: Halloween even exist in, like, October of 2021? Who can say? Will we? we get the
0: vaccines out in time.
1: Uh... Ellie and Dina. I mean, Ellie and I've, Dina. Yeah. Tell me more. I mean, I feel like you got to put it A tier. I feel like the, the very final scene of The Last is Part 2 does sort of call into question how highly we should rank this relationship, depending on you know, how you interpret that uh, one last scene, whether you think that uh, the relationship is as steadfast as it's presented as being throughout the game.
0: Does it it need to be Um, a steadfast relationship to rank higher? Because I think the emotional impact of that scene, one way or another, for me, could bump it as high as an S tier. I think this relationship was phenomenal. I think you get a ton of really fun, cute moments throughout the game uh, that are sprinkled in amongst all this chaos and carnage and terrible things that they both have to go through, both as a couple and individually. I would rank it super high, but that's... I mean, it it, it definitely...
1: I just want to interject quickly and say it yeah, definitely ahead, it definitely gets bonus points for, you know, uh, from a technical visual voice acting perspective, being one of the most like lifelike and believable uh, relationships of all the relationships on uh, this list. You know, obviously Naughty Dog doesn't miss in that regard. So definitely
2: need to Ab- shut that out. Absolutely. there. I mean, there there were some I'm not going to. I I don't feel comfortable necessarily saying missteps, but um, some 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 questionable uh very blunt uh moments in regards to uh their being their relationship being um two women, um especially right at the beginning there, um you know uh bigot sandwich, so there. That stuff notwithstanding, I think the chemistry between Dina and Ellie, as you explore, and as you, especially as you, like, find a guitar and play songs and stuff, and they, the way that they build the tension there, and then to to kind of see it all pay off, um at the end or does it Who question say? mark maybe um their their journey uh was uh phenomenal to to take part in and to watch um and i appreciated every moment of it so
1: you mentioned the um, guitar there were a lot of people in the wake of the last of Us part two's release that actually took up playing the guitar if briefly uh, including friend of the mm-hmm. show Taylor Lyles. I remember she tweeted out about that I don't know if that's like specifically something we can attribute to their relationship or something that we have to attribute to just Ellie alone but worth pointing that out
2: it's a it can be a factor for sure cuz like those moments and the way they present their the way their relationship is presented in the game is is so um, it gets you so emotionally invested and it's all centered around love songs to an extent so i I just think i think it absolutely should be way high up there i think me personally i think i would put it at an s rank that's just me
1: uh i feel like i'm still leaning a little bit more towards a rank so i think you're going to be the deciding factor mitch
0: I already said S rank. So put her up on All the right. board.
1: Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. It's S rank time. All right. All right. Next up is Vincent slash Catherine with a C. So the thing about this is that, like I said earlier, going into this, I was anticipating that we would be ranking like the various different kinds of relationships that Ka- uh, Vincent has in Catherine, the video game. Um And so like, I just I feel a little bit disappointed to just rank the Catherine with a C relationship because I feel like appropriately it should we said probably this was just go going to, a
0: to a C rank. A, This can encompass all the relationships, I think. Don't don't well, but it just to the one Catherine.
1: If it is just, if it is all the relationships, and I don't really know where to put it because like I I feel like Catherine with a C and Catherine and a K make for two very different kinds of relationships. Uh, even when uh, we get to the end of both of them and. Both couples are, like, in relatively content positions in their lives. Um,
2: uh, AJ, I I actually have not,
1: I don't know, have you played Catherine?
2: I have not played Catherine. I have have heard, like, the story around Catherine and, like, what it entails. And, you know, a friend of mine, um, when he was in a previous relationship, was not allowed to play it because his girlfriend heard what it was about really uh, so uh they are no longer together i was gonna
0: say i don't think they're gonna um, be in a relationship very long if that were the case
2: they are no longer together so um <laughs> yeah um i i do know like some of the 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 questionable relationship like is it a good healthy relationship sort of situation as it pertains to the different catherine's and whatnot so oh. Yeah, that's that's hmm. about all I know.
0: I haven't touched this game, so this is on you, Cozy.
1: I mean, the thing about uh, both uh, Vincent's relationship with Catherine with a K and Catherine with a C, and also the new Catherine that was introduced in the full-body remake of the game... Um, Vincent is like the one constant uh, in all three of those relationships. And I think, you know, Vincent is a less than perfect video game protagonist. Um, I I once heard him described as a cool bum. And I think that's pretty appropriate. He's a, he's not a complete loser. There are some aspects of him that are like, Oh man, you have a bit of swagger to you. Uh, But he is also somebody who is noncommittal, somebody that, you know, doesn't really know what he wants in life or what is uh, good for the other people around him. And, So for that reason, I feel like I'm going to I'm going to stick with my initial decision of putting him at a C. I think that, you know, all of the relationships that Vincent has with uh, his various Catherines can end pretty well, but it's rough going along the way. Is it is a C for Catherine? I mean, that was the initial joke, but there is more logic to my choice than just
0: that. Can yeah. we immediately put Wario and Bowsette at a D rank and move on with our lives? Well,
2: can we ch- can we change it to uh, Wario and Waluigi? Can we, like, as a group, collectively do that? So, like, and decide that's what it's going to be? Let's talk about Bowsette for a second. I I quite like Bowsette. Bowsette isn't
0: a real thing!
2: I quite like
1: Bowsette as a character. I thought that the uh, initial, like, uh, me- mimetic comic that spawned her existence was pretty funny, and I thought that a lot of the fan art that ensued was pretty great in its own right and the cosplay I, I i don't really understand the pairing of bowsette and wario specifically like i feel like typically in most of the fan earth that i saw of bowsette back during her heyday it was her like paired with mario maybe paired with like princess peach or like daisy or one of the other woman uh, from the mushroom kingdom i don't i didn't i do not really remember seeing many bowsette and wario pairings Unless
2: my memory is hazier than I yeah, believe it same. I think it. I think it was kind of bullshit, which is why I still will say we should probably just, as as a group, decide that, no, this is going to be Wario and Waluigi.
0: This is what Nathan wanted when he could not join us tonight. I think it's dumb because Bowser is not a real character. It is not canon within the Nintendo mythos. So I just say we immediately put it at D and move on with it
1: is is it possible that by wario uh like wario is meant to represent us uh the online commenter the online viewer the online artist creating and consuming bauzette
0: maybe but it still doesn't make it a video game relationship
2: (laughs) i think i think the inclusion of bauzette uh puts it higher on the list but the like just just out of principle but the fact that it is it's it's just such a bad couple like yeah like the, it's right to question like who who even are these people like why why are they together like yeah. they, what is this fan fiction this isn't fan fiction this is video games this is like real life come on take it seriously yeah. this is
0: real life video games everybody
1: I quite like Bowser as a character, but I feel like because the pairing doesn't make sense, we're going to have to put it at deep in time. Thank you. All right. Uh, Dom from Gears of War and his little wife, Maria,
0: correct? Maria. yep, you got it. One of the most heartbreaking relationships in all of video games.
1: Uh, Yeah. So I I should mention, I've not played Gears of War 2 before, but... Back in the day, I did remember watching IGN's Gears of War in Five Minutes video, so I know what direction this relationship goes in, and it's pretty sad.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 do our best to avoid spoilers here, but there's there's a lot of tragedy in this universe, and I think it's mm. best personified by the relationship between Dom and and Maria. And
1: trying to like I, I'm not trying to skirt around spoilers as much as possible. I remember back in the day. That a criticism that people had of Gears of War Two is that this relationship between Dom and Maria, while heartbreaking, was something that like kind of came out of nowhere at the beginning of the game. That it wasn't really something that was touched yeah. on in Gears of War
2: One. Is that accurate, or is that like something that you don't feel is totally so, fair? So I believe I believe in Gears of War One, he meant uh, Dom mentions you know the existence of his wife and stuff like that. Sure. And in Gears of War Two, it's you know it. it Hmm, what's what's the the fra it you you get to see It becomes more central to the plot to the plot but you get to see more of Dom's side of the relationship, right? And you know, it's a very good he absolutely loves his wife. That there is no question there. Um right? And so they are probably technically in a good relationship but as it's presented in the game it just seems kind of like yes the if you if you just focus on that point uh where of of tragedy um and that being kind of like a sole focus of the game itself it hmm it just it, yeah it does kind of feel out of nowhere and i feel like they they the the turns they took with that is was purely f- to try and humanize the game it, itself which i don't think it necessarily was successful in but if we're just looking at their relationship dom loves his wife a lot but i think we have to i think we have to consider more than that in this regard I, don't, I, I want don't to rank it really... high, but
0: it doesn't sound like that's where we're going. So that's okay.
2: I could see B. I could see B.
0: I would take a B. I I take a B. Yeah, I, I oh, I'm I'm fine
2: B. ranking it there.
0: Want it higher, but I understand.
1: Alright. Next up we have Geralt of Rivia and Yen- Geralt. Geralt. Or Geralt.
2: Geralt. And nope, Yennefer.
1: Geralt. Nope. Not play the games. Rg.
2: Animated GIF. Anyway.
0: Hells yeah. No, this is GIF nonsense. That's a peanut butter. Uh,
1: quick, Geralt and Yennefer. Quick question. Did Yennefer make an appearance in Cyberpunk
2: 2077? I didn't finish it, so I don't believe so.
0: Me neither, and that sounds like a weird out of left field thing to happen. So I I'm remember...
1: Back in the day, uh, during the release of Witcher 3, I had read some article about how at some point midway through the game, uh, Geralt, with a hard G, uh, encounters one of his uh, female friends and she makes mention of how she traveled to like a weird world full of like so, neon colors and the like. And that led to I, I do speculation know... because Cyberpunk 2077 was announced at the time that, oh, you're going to encounter this character in 2077.
2: I do, I do know the context of the, of this. In The Witcher 3... Uh, uh, siri or sarilla who is uh, like a uh, your adoptive daughter um she she does have some special powers that allow her to uh teleport essentially um and to other dimensions and for the from what i understand really it was just sort of a throwaway easter egg to allude to the other project they were working on which was cyberpunk that she did you know she may have you know in her travels gone to um the cyberpunk world somehow
0: i don't like this
2: why why
0: dude i I don't like when they get too meta on their on game universes or any universe for that matter well that's the thing i think they were i
2: think they were I think they just did a throw. It was just a throwaway Easter egg that the internet kind of took and ran with it. So,
1: in any case, I don't Mitch, think like I mean, yeah. it doesn't really matter because it's not about either of the two people that we're supposed to be talking about. So, you okay, Mitch.
0: No, I've never played this game. Y'all can figure out where it wants to go on the you list. Should, you should again. play The Witcher.
2: You I tried, Witcher.
0: but old game is old.
2: No, it's not that old. It's five, it's six years old. Um, Demon's Souls is technically older. I know. Anyway. But
0: it got remade. Or remastered.
1: Yeah. Uh, all that to say, I don't really have much to say about this relationship. I brought okay. up the Cyberpunk 2077 to sorry to potentially inject some of my own thoughts into it. Cause I thought this was the same yeah. character in question, but it wasn't. So yeah, I don't have anything to say.
2: No, not, no, it was not, not this character in question. So the, the relationship between, um, Geralt and Yennefer is pretty complicated. If you've watched the, uh, Netflix TV show, or if you've watched the, or read any of the books or anything like that, essentially, uh, Geralt and Yennefer, um, are, spellbound to be together um and there is a there is an opportunity um you do get to make choices in the witcher 3 there is an opportunity for you to uh make make the make choices and kind of uh, go on a quest to free her of the the burden of being bound to being in love with you which if you really think about it is the truest act of love not only does it you know set you free to kind of be able to do what you you want and what you please with your heart or whatever but you 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 also set them free to choose to either be with you or not when they're effectively their hands were tied so hmm. i think taking that context um Yennefer and Geralt the where people know them most at this point is from The Witcher 3 because so many people have played it I think their relationship you get to you you get to see the rough edges of of Yennefer who is a powerful witch um and mage and just she 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 fights in her her what whatever, whatever the whatever this curse was put, put upon them she 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 fights it to an extent um right and you get to see that come out but in the end they They love each other, but, but do they, and, you know, in my playthrough after, after the fact, yes, technically they did after, after the fact, because, you know, you let go, you could also choose not to let them, uh, separate and like not complete that quest or whatever. But, you know, eh, love is hard. Love is complicated. It's... I it's a very good one of You're those. I think me. yeah. I I think it's a it's good to be at an at an A rank personally. Mitch. That that's where I would put it. Mitch, do you have any thoughts to share?
0: I'm disappointed it's going to A and Dom and Maria didn't, but it is what it is and it yeah. ain't no more.
1: I I will say it is like, it is interesting to hear about, you know, so often we talk about video games giving you the option to be in a relationship with character XYZ. It is interesting to hear about a video game that gives you the option to not be in a relationship very definitively with this character. Mm-hmm. So I will say on a conceptual level, that gets a lot of points in my book.
2: Yeah, it it's definitely a new take on it for sure in terms of a video game. Uh, Next up,
1: we have ourselves a classic relationship, Link and Zelda, from the Legend of Zelda series. Where do we want to put it?
0: This is a terrible relationship. Oh, really? The only absolute terrible relationship.
2: Their souls are bound together uh, for eternity, for whatever friggin' reason. And really, the The, only... They they explain it in Skyward Skyward Sword explains it. Because, yeah, the only, the only one where they were really, like, potentially romantically involved at any point or, like, romantically interested in each other is Skyward Sword. Because everything else has just been, oh, here's this random hero who shows up just because it's his destiny to help save the princess. Um, mm-hmm. The picture that you have there is from the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. It is. Uh and that is a good relationship between friends and partners. It seems to be um, but well, we didn't as say a this romantic list was,
0: relationship we We didn't say this list was restricted to to just romantic relationships
2: this is true that's very true. If we want to expand upon it, we absolutely can um I just think the the only time that it kind of it kind of went rom- the romantic way was Skyward Sword, which no one and... finished anyway. So I did. Right. I got close. <laughs> uh,
1: pregnant pause. Was it? Did um, it? Did it, end, did it end well? Oh, uh, yeah, it ended did, well. I mean, do you want me to just bring up the spoiler the graphics? Like ever,
0: did it end like every other Zelda game?
1: So uh the way it ends is That's that
0: loud on our end. Jesus Christ. Oh no, it's not that I'll loud. have to reduce the sound. I know, I'm just, a little I'm just fucking. Uh
1: so Girihim, which is the uh pale-faced stranger that you're fighting throughout the entire game, is revealed to be the sword belonging to Demise, which is the ancient form of Ganon back when he was almost like a primordial god. Uh you fight and defeat Demise, but in his dying breath. He unveils that in the future, you're going to continuously be reincarnated and you will forever be locked in like an eternal struggle with him. So from a lore perspective, it is kind of an interesting game because it actually it explains why you see like certain events and characters caught up in the same struggles over and over again. Um, Yeah, that's that's the main big thing I remember from the end of that game. There's also like a split second where you can see the symbols of the sages from Ocarina of Time on the side of a temple that was pretty cool. Uh yeah, that's about
2: it. I don't know if Okay, the if if Link and Zelda, Link and Zelda just, you know, are two peas in a pod in in a way. They they're 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 bound by their their, their souls and this curse that's been put upon them. Similar to Geralt and Yennefer, but Oh man, I don't, I don't think it can be. I don't, I don't think it. We see it as fleshed out or as, uh, inter- interesting as Geralt and Yennefer, or even uh, Ellie and Dina. Um. So I think it has to be below those two. This at the very is least.
1: the Legend Zelda Link relationship. Uh, is one of those relationships that really make me wish that we had a Netflix Zelda series. It's been like rumored Mm -hmm. and speculated and hypothetically. Wasn't it just recently
0: rumored to have been canceled by Nintendo (laughs) because it was rumored and speculated?
1: I I really wish that we had uh, a series uh, that at least featured the relationship in some capacity because like, you know, so often in the Zelda games, the plot necessitates that we can't see them being buddy, buddy for too long. Because eventually Link has to go off and fight Ganon and explore dungeons and break pots and whatnot. And within the context of like a series, you could totally have them doing this more kind of slice of life-ish stuff that I feel like the games are often lacking in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Were you recommending that we put it at like B or possibly even A? Because I'm fine with either A or B.
2: That's you, Mitch.
0: Uh, I'd rather it be lower because I don't think it's a very good relationship, so I'd say B. Yeah,
1: i right yeah, go with B as well. Would you have, uh, I'm curious, Mitch, would you have gone as low as like D if you had the option? Yeah, honestly, because really? I don't
0: think there's enough of a relationship between them. I feel like it's mostly just, you know, princess. Like, the, it's, it's the they're doing their duties. Trope. And they're, yeah, exactly. They're just, by, by plot device, they are linked together and nothing more. Speaking of plot yeah. devices linking characters together and nothing more, Peach and Mario.
1: Hell yeah! In this again,
2: uh, like uh, auspiciously. Uh, stop! State of stop drawing attention photo. to the picture.
0: It's just what I got. Don't worry about it. Stop. Stop.
2: Tell me more about Mario's nips. There
0: are none. It's from Odyssey. He had no nips in Odyssey. Remember, no uh, nips
2: on Twitch. No, he had nips in Odyssey. He definitely did.
0: Either this, way, let's talk about the relationship between Mario and Peach. Mario and Peach's relationship
1: might be even more iconic than Link and Zelda's, but we at least get to see more scenes throughout the Legend of Zelda series where Link and Zelda are like doing stuff together or just hanging out, whereas in contrast, you don't really get nearly as much of that stuff in Mario. There are games like, what is it? Um like super mario 3d world which is by the way getting a remaster soon where i mean they do actually this week yeah they do actually you know travel together and beat up enemies together but i don't know if that really counts
0: i think uh our buddies over at addictive nerds in the chat have it right in that they feel like that tv couple that you Mm -hmm. ask yourself how does it happen but it just kind of works for whatever reason, it's just that... It's so iconic to video game relationships. Peach is with Mario. It's just how it is. He's always trying to rescue Peach. There's always... That is the motivator for... Probably like 90% of Mario games is trying to rescue the princess. Um, Which feels... Honestly, I feel like there's more plot development there than there is in the Legend of Zelda series, if you're being perfectly honest. Um I feel like there isn't enough... Of an emphasis put on that relationship. And it just kind of happens. Whereas Mario and Peach. For whatever reason just makes sense.
1: Hmm.
2: So. I've got these amiibo here. Of Mario and Peach wedding ones. And I've also got. A wedding Bowser. Amiibo. So like. Is she. She. Is it is it actually polyamorous?
0: I don't know if we want to dig into the weeds too much on that. Um, I think the the, intricacies the end of Odyssey
2: that she didn't she didn't choose either of them. So I
0: think the intricacies of the relationship and the way it's developed over the decades with Bowser and Mario and Peach and any other ancillary characters that kind of make their way into this evolving. Soap opera of a character sheet. Vermeer um, ranks it real high.
2: I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who I feel like Baby Bowser's mom.
1: Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto revealed that it's himself
2: actually. Oh, did oh okay. There, I, there was. No, I um, thought he was Mario's dad.
1: I, I don't remember what website it was. Uh, there was like a gaming website that's like we ask Shigeru Miyamoto all the pressing Mario questions you've had over the years. And the first question was, who is Bowser Jr.'s mom? And he just is like, like no words, just motions himself. At Pointing himself. himself.
0: Yeah. He's the creator of all. Um, <laughs> I know I want to rank it high. AJ, Cozy, how do you guys feel about the Peach Mario relationship? I'm
1: feeling like it should more be at like a B, personally.
2: I am... I think it it could be equivalent to. Link and Zelda.
1: All right. Personally, I think that the
2: exa- the the, pur- the purpose is Mario has to go rescue the princess. That is their relationship. It's merely it's the plot of the game, so it's the same argument. I it. And they don't do anything necessarily with that plot. I just like, like the more's characters, Geralt and Yennefer. So
0: I wanted them higher, but it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. All Next right. Next up, we got the Chief and Cortana. In the Halo series. It really I mean, this, is. Uh, it's an interesting relationship.
1: I mean, it's interesting for a variety of reasons. It's uh interesting slash funny that we have two female characters in a row that are voiced by the same actress, actually.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But how do we how do we feel about this relationship? AJ's made his intentions clear. Cozy, how do you feel about Cortana and Master Chief?
1: I feel I feel like there is a there was a joke in my previous sentence there but i didn't find it
0: uh (laughs) (laughs) there there was not please go ahead
1: um so like here's the thing unfortunately my experience with the halo series is kind of limited i talked about this on the um xbox series x review episode where i tried playing halo one and then a bit of halo four and i experienced a real annoying audio bug in both games that ultimately led to me just stopping while i was ahead uh what i saw of chief and cortana's relationship in uh four at least did seem pretty cozy to me it seems like both really kind of respect each other and you know love each other in a platonic fashion and uh, i do want to salute that
0: yeah i think so
2: okay no go ahead mitch i was
0: gonna say just the uh the way that the relationship evolves over the course of the franchise the the way the characters develop the way they build their relationship with one another um and this is someone who has not played five yet so i'd rather we avoid spoilers Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. they take those characters in a very interesting direction that i wasn't expecting from the beginning of the series and i think both the individual characters and the relationship between them grows uh in a very unique way that we haven't really seen before in games and like cozy said it is it is a platonic relationship. It's not, it it is a working relationship that grows into compassion for one another, which is really great to see. And I'm excited to see where it goes from here. I'm hoping that three, four, three can really knock it out of the park with what they do in infinite.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Cause that for a lot of people complain about the Cortana stuff in four and five. Um, I'm not going to get into specifics, um, i that personally I think all the other stuff around it is less like around around the halo stuff is less interesting than the dynamic between this genetically enhanced super soldier and this uh newly sentient a i um so for for me personally uh being there over the years and watching watching their dynamic grow together platonically um you know it was actually very good to see a, a more like a less a less romanticized in the the literal term um male female relationship and more like hey no we we can work together we can we can be friendly together we can care about each other and have that compassion without having to do it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so the fact that they take it to to such greater lengths in in the later games i personally feel like it's 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 very very not it's it, it was so nice to see no spoilers the moment at the end of Halo 4... Again, I can um, press
1: a button on my stream deck and we can go no, into spoiler it's, mode. It's
0: more for you too, codes because you haven't played the games yet. We want you to experience this relationship. You it need really to cool. experience these. Maybe things. I need uh, to
1: take a step out of frame for a second and come back as drugstore spoiler tag uh, button. What do you think? No, Maybe. it's
0: fine.
2: It's fine. <laughs> no, we're, it's whatever. Uh, I, th- I think... I think their relationship and their dynamic like it's not the main plot and they don't do it necessarily for the plot. Um Master Chief uh does end up um going after the character of Cortana because there's the so there is the background and I don't mean going at uh, going after in the positive or negative. It just that is that does become the plot like you're you're going f- towards um Cortana as the character um it does sort of it it definitely with the foundation of the first uh few games and everything that you have behind it 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 just carries so much more weight um that you you have to kind of get through then there there's a lot more weight behind it than hey, your princess is in another castle. Uh, I think and we should think, go ahead and rank I, it at A. Know. No, no, no. Go ahead, Cozy.
1: Uh, I was going to say, I think we should rank it at A based on the argument that you just gave.
0: I'm happy with that. I don't have the nostalgia glasses for it because I did play them a little more recently. Um, but I yeah. still think the relationship is rock solid. I think it's definitely an A-rank relationship.
2: I, I, I wasn't sure. I Honestly, I wasn't sure... I, started rambling at a certain point i wasn't sure how well i was articulating it happens to all of us but
0: don't even worry about it
2: all right here we go uh next
1: relationship uh max and chloe from life is strange season one
0: Um, i'm taking my headphones off and you can bring me back when the spoilers bro is done because i've not played this game
1: so wait you're actually giving me permission to press the spoiler button press it
0: I feel like you have to for this one, but headphones are off. Y'all have fun.
1: Okay. This is one of those instances where I was actually going to recommend like, hey, you don't like we can actually remain spoiler free as possible and we won't have to press the button. But I guess Mitch really didn't want to hear that super loud sound effect that is not super loud.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's not loud on my end. I think Mitch is just a baby.
1: Yeah, I I mean, uh, I'm pretty fond of this relationship. Uh, you know, it was cool for a change to play as a character like Max, who is uh, very kind of studious uh, and very smart, but also very kind of shy. And I I, I like how both like her personality and um, Chloe's personality kind of it, it was sort of like an opposite uh, attract kind of scenario where I think they both. Learned from each other over the course of the game how to, you know, I- improve themselves in ways that uh, each other was lacking. And I, you know, it's unfortunately very heartbreaking that uh, no matter what ending you choose in Life is Strange, uh, things end in dramatic and sad fashion.
2: Yeah, I I haven't played these either. Um, oh wait, so wait, hold on a second. So you haven't played this game either? No, I I haven't. I'm not worried about these spoilers because by the time I eventually do get around to it, um, you know, I I'll probably forget everything you said just now. So okay. But I, I mean, I didn't even—I don't even know, feel that, like I—I
1: I don't even feel like I gave any spoilers at all. So it's like... yeah,
2: no, I, I didn't feel that way either, to be honest. I—I um, I think, you know, I—I I have heard uh, such great things about the story of this um, that I think I trust your judgment into where in this list it, it deserves to go.
1: The thing about uh, Sam and, uh, sorry, Max and Chloe's relationship is that it is, I'm trying to find, like, a good comparison here. Okay. If the relationship with Ellie and Dina in The Last of Us Part Two is, like, a beautiful handcrafted croissant that you get at a Parisian bakery, and it's just buttery and crunchy and just uh, delicious, and you know when you bite into it that it's, like super-duper uh, from the earth and natural and organic.
2: I feel We're like... i are not ready for you, Mitch. The,
1: the Chloe and Max relationship is like a store-bought croissant that is filled with caramel and chocolate and some other third cream that is even all the more delicious, but also is all the more processed. It is l- like... To this very day, I still see people throwing around memes about the amount of times that Chloe says hella in The Last of Us Season 1. It is way more, uh, compared to the relationship that Ellie and Dina share, um, cartoonish and clumsy. But it is also endearing in the same way that a store-bought croissant that's filled with chocolate and caramel and another unidentified uh, processed cream um is still oddly preferable in some cases to like a nice handcrafted Parisian croissant. You know what I mean?
2: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: There are some people that are really taking offense at me comparing their relationship to a store-bought croissant. What I'm saying is that it's like their relationship is definitely not made with as much finesse as the relationship that Chloe and Dina share. But there is still something addictive and endearing about it that... I feel like The Last of Us Part two's, uh central relationship is lacking in in a certain way. That only comes about because Max and Chloe's relationship isn't depicted perfectly. Yeah. Um. Okay. All that said, I feel like they should probably go at A, not S. Yeah, sure. I can agree with that. All right. Mitch, you missed a fantastic conversation about croissants. It was quite the, the delicious one
0: was it about how tom holland does know how to pronounce the word croissant uh, no i don't know about that how does he, he pronounce definitely it? doesn't know how to do it let me see if i can find the video i'll share it in the discord y'all can check it out after the after the show Croissant.
1: um next up we have the relationship uh shared by elena and nathan drake from uncharted i, I feel like myself and aj have been talking a lot so the floor is yours mitch to say whatever it is you want to say
0: this relationship has its ups. It has its downs. It, it goes through a lot of the tumultuous things that many relationships go through, you know, trust issues, the, um, the, the having of children at some point is probably in the cards or has been in the cards. No spoilers. Um, I feel like the way they grow over the course of the four games is really, or I don't remember if she was in the Vita one, but the way that they grow together over the course of the series and you see them mature and come together and, also, some of the rough patches. I think it's a great um, representation of what a real relationship can look like, honestly. I think it's really human, and I think it just goes to, to the quality of writing at Naughty Dog that I want to put this right with the other Naughty Dog game at S tier. You can call me a Sony pony, but they know how to write characters. Absolutely. Um, hmm.
1: What prevents me from putting this up at S tier is that uh, while I agree with everything that you just said Mitch I feel like Nathan and Elena's relationship only really becomes what you're describing when we get to Uncharted 4 Uncharted 1 2 and 3 we do get to see their relationship progress a bit but I feel like it's it's in spurts and not nearly as linear in terms of its development as you would hope in uncharted 3 like i remember one criticism that i had of that game back in the day is that it kind of feels like somebody hit the reboot button on the relationship after uncharted 2 when you think it would have kind of continued to progress more and i don't remember if there's like a specific reason that was given in uncharted 3 as to why things were the way they were but i just i i i I, when I look at the relationship across all of the Uncharted games, I wish that we had seen them built up to the relationship that they that they get to in Uncharted Four in a little bit more of a consistent fashion. Do you think that's unfair of me to say?
0: No, I think that's fine. I think there's there's aspects of their relationship that we miss out on between games because honestly, the way the games are built are made, it's a it's a roller coaster ride. Right, it's a the blockbuster film. And it's hard to fit a ton of character development into that, and there is a lot of off-screen development mm-hmm. that does take place. But I, I still think that, you know, I don't, I don't really care, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> we can put it wherever; it really does not matter to me. AJ, what do you think?
2: Um, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it's as strong as Ellie and Dina. Um, I think Geralt and Yennefer are. I think I think you have the linearity that um that you that you were talking about is kind of like missing because it is a a roller coaster in uh uncharted um and you get to see that a uh, nice through line similarly in the last of us you get to see that nice through line um and you get to see that with uh hey uh Master Chief and Cortana I can't necessarily speak to life is strange. Um, I cannot believe it,
0: but we have yet another piece of breaking news. Uh, oh, great! Here we go. Uh, Gina Carano, who oh, features she's out of the in show in a supporting role on the Mandalorian Jared? TV show, is no longer employed by Lucasfilm.
2: Oh wow! It's those uh transphoma- transphobic uh comments she made? Is uh, that well, getting back to her?
0: Uh that and the w- most recent controversy uh had yeah. her on uh social media comparing uh republic the being a Republican in modern America to the plight of the Jews in Nazi Germany.
2: God mm. damn it. So
0: uh in a no. statement from Lucasfilm. Uh, Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts uh, denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. So I,
1: I gotta be honest, I'm a little surprised because the controversy surrounding Gina Carano has been, like, it, it's something that has followed her for quite some time and didn't seem like there was really a lot of movement on that, but it was very silent until today. Even despite it yeah. being kind of surprising, I mean, obviously, I'm fully supportive of this.
2: Yeah, I mean, even still, like, I didn't find necessarily her character in the Mandalorian to be all that interesting.
0: W- was she? I thought like, it was. I thought w- it was a good character. I think any. There are a number of other capable actors that could play that role.
2: So. But we know how well recasting in Star Wars has gone, so I think this it's this is better a to recast
0: just... for the positive. I think they had to cut ties when they did. Um, there is the what is it, what are they calling it? Rangers of the New Republic. That's what I was going to ask. In, in, like in the Mandalorian universe that's coming, there was, there was no confirmation confirmed? she was going to yeah. she or that character would be a part of it. Uh, and now if that and now character we know is, they won't be. well, that character still could be. It just could be a recast, which I would be totally okay with. Chuck sure. Gina
1: Carano. All right. Uh, well, back
0: to what we were talking about. Yeah. Back Ellie to what we were talking no. about. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, Drake, and Elena. Uh,
1: I'm fine putting uh, it in that i I'm a.
0: fine. Sure. You, you, Still, the the way that, that you said sure can, that
1: quickly may, made it sound like you're not super happy with this decision, Mitch.
0: No, I mean...
2: I think he's distracted.
0: Yeah. It's been a distracting show. I apologize. All right. Uh, but I think we can move on to the Final Fantasy segment. Um... That to end off this list, Hell starting yeah. with Sora and Kairi of Kingdom Hearts,
1: may your heart be your guiding key. Somebody within the chat at some point asked, hey, where is uh, Sora and Riku? And I feel like that would be a much better contender to include in this tier ranking because playing through the entirety of the Kingdom Hearts series, I feel like Sora and Riku's relationship with one another is way more palpable than Sora and Kyrie's relationship uh, with one another.: I feel so like
0: the whole plot of the game exists solely based on the fact that Sora is trying to rescue Kyrie. I mean, the entirety of the plot does not exist if that relationship is not pre-established, strong, and continues to grow over the course of the franchise.
1: I mean, yes, but, like, w- when you get around to Kingdom Hearts 2, like, Sora is looking for both Kyrie and Riku at the beginning of the game because he got separated from True. them for reasons. W- when he re- re- reunites with Kyrie, it's kind of like, hey, Kyrie, good to see that you're doing okay. W- when he reunites with Riku, he, like, he's, like, on the floor crying. Like, you can really tell that the relationship that the two boys share is something really special in a way that I don't really...
0: S- Get Sora it. and Kyrie's hearts are entwined. His heart lives I mean, on in her when he becomes a heartless. Like,
2: <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. can't make yeah. this shit
0: up. Literally.
2: Uh, I think they did, though.
0: I know. And the fact that they did, and they went there, this is the... I mean, it depends on what we're looking for in terms of top video game relationship. Is it something in a romantic sense? Because this is really the only romantic relationship in the series that is obvious and a lot of the other ones are just relationships that the internet wants to happen with some questionable fan art and fan fiction accompanying it questionable Um, (laughs) have you seen some of the stuff out there? Jesus Christ yeah
2: it's okay yeah just check out DeviantArt
0: it goes hard
1: uh hard Here's the thing, I, I personally stand by that I don't think that the relationship shared by Sor and Kyrie is as great as it could be. And I think that it, it it shouldn't go at D, but I think that C is honestly where I would rank it at.
0: I wanted it S rank. What the heck are you talking S-rank. about? S rank, really? Uh, absolutely. Uh. The whole series lives by this relationship.
1: Again, I just, I feel like, like whenever there's a moment in the Kingdom Hearts series they where shared fruit. Sora reunites with Kairi and then Sora reunites with Riku, fruit. if you compare and contrast them side by side, like the emotions that Sora expresses whenever he is reunited with Riku are, again, that much more palpable. I've I've used that word a lot. Okay. I shouldn't use can it we, as much. Can
0: we just use, can we use Sora and Kairi here as just a representation of the relationships in Kingdom Hearts as a whole? Because the whole series is built on the relationships between these characters. Sure. Okay. So in this representation of Sora and Kairi, meaning the entirety of all relationships in Kingdom Hearts, where would you want to rank it in terms of how relationships are presented in the series Kingdom Hearts, Cozy? I mean, I guess it's... Alex isn't here. We can do S rank and he'll be really upset. I mean, I guess
1: it's like between B and A.
2: I don't think we can uh, play favorite. Uh, we can choose favorite hosts here because if Nathan suggested um, the Bowsette one, I I feel like I I would feel guilty choosing picking a favorite here, and I think maybe they should
0: none be, be in
2: line at the D rank.
0: None of the characters here that we've talked about so far. None of the protagonists here. So you know, Chell and Portal mario link uh master chief none of them have died literally sacrificed their own lives
1: that's a good point for their partner kingdom Hearts three spoilers by the way
2: you should have asked me to put up the spoiler you're you're saying dom should go up
0: yeah (laughs) i wanted it higher listen i want to say it
1: i realize that it sounds like i'm trolling saying this but like genuinely you know having played through many of the kingdom hearts games multiple times through i just find that the relationship that sora and Kyrie share i feel like it's just not as interesting as it could be and i feel like the the kind of lack of conflict in it while on one hand it speaks to you know just how much they truly do love each other that they kind of let whatever complex they might have with each other wash off their backs. I feel like it just is, it just does not make for something that I find particularly memorable in the way that I find Sora's relationship with Riku to be memorable.
0: Okay. Can we still put it at an S-rank? Please. The chat wants it at an
1: S-rank. I don't want to put it at, I mean, for the record, one person in the chat wants it at S-rank.
0: <laughs> He's the most active person in the chat right now.
1: Hey, addictive nerds. That's fair. I mean, I, I, I won't put it at C because I think that uh, I don't want to, like, torture you in that fashion. But, again, S rank just feels a little bit too high.
0: AJ, we have it at C and we have it at S. No, no, no. You are the no, no. no, no. I, I said out.
1: I don't want to put it at C. So, so B or okay. S or possibly A. Okay. Depends on AJ.
0: AJ, may your heart be B- your guiding key.
2: BS sounds right to me.
0: Um, Uh, (laughs) i mean you said s second so i think it goes into s
2: yeah but s s means shit right um i can't in good faith put it at s
1: there we go does that make you happy mitch
0: no but whatever, let's just move on to the last Final yep, Fantasy the BS I rank. don't care I about like it. Titus and what's-her-face? Una. I never played FF10. Y'all have fun. <laughs> the thing is, uh... I tried. I goddamn tried. Cannot fault me. I brought up Kingdom Hearts more than once on this show. Hmm.
1: Man, a lot of uh, hate for Final Fantasy X in the chat right now.
2: Yeah.
0: figure
1: out where this um, final fantasy okay. thing goes so we can do you, call
2: have, do you have any thoughts Sorry. aj i have i have not played uh I, I really have not played a final fantasy um and this this one is probably the one that i got furthest into uh i sleep over at my cousin's house and we stayed stayed up late and they handed me the Final Fantasy controller and I just did it and it was fine. Um I think the better relationship is uh between the two blitzball teams, to be perfectly honest. So, so those are those are my thoughts.
1: Uh qu- quick little spoilers, so let me bring up the spoiler graphic thing of a bob. Yeah, Mitch, weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch looks great right Got now. Got him. You better watch these shows live. Um, so at the very end of Final Fantasy X, aka Final Fantasy X, uh, aka the first PlayStation 2 Final Fantasy mainline game, um, Yuna tells Titus uh, that uh, she loves him. Um, but it's one of those lines where the, the original like Japanese version of the line is Sayonara, which means like goodbye, but it's it's a way of saying goodbye in the Japanese language that has a certain finality to it like it's the kind of thing that a kind of dying grandpa on his deathbed would say to his children before passing away and so it's one of those cases where the English translators of line took that line and were like oh man we need to spruce it up and really kind of convey the extent of uh, the emotional distance or lack thereof between these two characters in this one last moment of the game And so, I feel like that's worth talking about when we talk about, like, how much, how close are these two characters actually? Um, I don't know, man. You you want to put it at B and (laughs) call it a
2: night? I mean, everything else is at B.
0: (laughs) So what (laughs) I'm seeing from this list is that video games don't know how to do relationships right unless it's Naughty Dog. And with that, I think we can put that at B rank. All right, then. All right. So, to uh, summarize this weird ass ranking, we came up with at D tier, you have Wario and Bowsette. At C tier, you have Vincent and the Catherines from Catherine. At B tier, you have Chell and the Companion Cube from Portal, Dom and his wife from Gears of War, Zelda and Link from the Legend of Zelda series, Mario and Peach from the Mario series, and Titus and Yuna from Final Fantasy X. At the BS tier, which is basically just S tier. You have every relationship in Kingdom Hearts ever. Yeah, it's a weird
1: S tier King that's Hat. underneath A tier for whatever reason. Very strange. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's weird
2: how um, that happens. Yeah, yeah. same thing um, happened in Act tier. At A
0: tier, you have um, Geralt and Yennefer, Master Chief and Cortana, the protagonist, and I, I don't remember the names of the characters from Life is Strange. The, the characters Max from Life is Strange season Chloe. one.
1: Max and Chloe.
0: Max and Chloe, thank you. Uh, And Nathan Drake and Elena from the Uncharted series. And our only S tier rank is Ellie and Dina from The Last of Us Part 2.
2: Okay, just humor me real quick. Where do you think a proper Wario and Waluigi would go on this list?
0: NAC tier.
1: So I remember back in the day, I think this is during the early 2000s, there was like a blog, like an official Nintendo run blog that was like Wario offering up his opinions on like upcoming video games. And I remember in that blog, you would catch brief snippets of Wario talking about his time living with Waluigi. And I remember, Mm -hmm. and again, this is like, you know, super old Nintendo history. I don't know if this is even considered canon anymore, but I remember from those blogs that a while Luigi was apparently incredibly dumb, like he would say stuff like "Hey, do do house cats grow up to become tigers?" Like shit like that, and B Wario like hated him, so huh. I feel like it would probably rank it like D realistically.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Good to
0: know. But can can I go now?
2: Yeah. No.
0: Can we just, all right, we're, if we're not coming to a consensus on anything tonight, I'm just going to go for it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Press YYZ. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to check us out over on YouTube, uh, catch us live over on Twitch, rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts, listen to us on any podcast service you may consume from, hang out with us on Discord, and follow us on Twitter at YYZ, where we keep you up to date on the goings-on of this show and many others. And, of course, you can find the rest of the crew all over the internet. AJ, where can you be found?
2: You can find me all over the internet at TimesHero, capital T, capital H. And, like I said at the top of the show, I've been um, doing some uh, uh, streams on, um, you know, on, on Twitch, on my Twitch channel, TimesHero. And uh, I've been playing Melee, um... Just going through the single player of Melee, and uh, it, it's been fun. It's been a fun nostalgia trip. Um, I'm running out of uh, unlocked characters in my save right now, uh, so we're going to have to see what I'm going to do about that. If I'm going to try and, uh, you know, I want to try and do everything I'm playing in uh, Melee on stream, so uh, trying to unlock the characters, and then going, if there's enough time, going through their classic and adventure mode in there um, for uh, at least for now. So I want to try and do that with that. My first goal, all the characters, classic and adventure mode. So uh, check, check it out uh, uh, on Twitch slash uh, times hero.
1: Cozy, you're up. Hey, uh, you can, of course, as usual, find me on Twitter at Alex You can also find me on Twitch.tv slash Cozy Live, where I've been cooking up a mountain of both video game and international themed dishes. Uh, most recently, I decided to cook up some carnivine cabbage rolls. Uh, our leafy buddy got into a little bit of a bar fight. It was real nasty, but... You don't need to worry because, A, nobody had any lasting injuries, and B, he had most of his health insurance uh, covered uh, as a result of him living in Canada. Fun fact. Uh, So, yeah, if uh, what you are currently seeing on screen or the description that is going into your ear holes is of interest to you, head over to that Twitch channel because we are just getting started.
0: Can we promise not to say ear holes ever again?
2: No. No. Cool.
0: You can find me all over the internet at Mr. Mitch George. And as always, thanks for playing. Take care, everybody. Show
1: me your ear hole.